Okay, there everyone, this is Dave DeBeau with another episode of the Property Profits Real Estate Podcast. And today it is my pleasure to be chatting with a very, very astute real estate entrepreneur, Laura Alamary. How are you doing today, Laura? Hello, thank you for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. So Laura's calling it all the way in from Florida today. And I'm here in beautiful Kamloops, so I love technology. It doesn't matter where we are, we can we can have a chat about real estate. So Laura has been a very, very active real estate entrepreneur for a heck of a long time. In fact, I think Laura, you got started way back in 1985, I believe, 86? Uh, 87, I moved from Italy in 85 and uh, took me about two years to figure things out, but I jumped into real estate back in 87. Well, you got started, you figured it out pretty quickly, got started very, very young. And Laura has been very active in real estate investing. In fact, she pioneered some of the strategies that are a, a lot more common today. She was doing that stuff before people really even knew about it that much. And, and she's very, very active. She's done a variety of different strategies and she is all over the place. I mean, she teaches, trains, mentors people. She runs real estate clubs in different cities across the United States. Uh, pretty much you name it, Laura has done it with real estate investing. So I don't want to steal your thunder too much, Laura, because our first question is all about how you got involved in real estate, but welcome, glad to have you on the call. Thank you. Thanks all a right. lot. Yeah, let's get started with the, the first question. So you, you kind of hinted at it. You came over to the States from Italy as a very young woman. And how did you first get started in real estate, especially in real estate investing? Well, um, I was in Hawaii at the time. I, you know, I moved there in 86 and I came to the States in 85. But back in 87, as I was in college, really just looking into different opportunities for a way to pay for college. Hawaii back at the end of the 80s was really a hot real estate market. So one of my favorite pastimes was to see open houses on Sundays. They had to be a million dollars or more. I wouldn't go for anything less than a million dollars. And I ran across some people, that, a real estate broker, that actually was an investor. And uh, he suggested I go buy some books and study about the business. He said, that's uh, what I do. I buy foreclosure, rehab them, and, f and flip them. So that's exactly what I started doing. I started reading up. I thought I had to be licensed. So I went ahead and got my license. And then I started really by buying my own property and fixing them up and selling them. So within about four years, I moved from a townhouse to a single family home just by buying and selling buy, fix it up, and sell. And we did that three times. On so the third time, though, uh, we were buying a $1.2 million home, which wow. was a probate property in Hawaii. But at that point, my husband was in the Army, got orders to leave. Well, that's okay, because we ended up wholesaling that property. We never closed on it. We did a wholesaling. We made $75,000. We ended up uh, actually flipping the property, made $75,000 on a probate. Wow. So that was my first... Uh, exposure to wholesaling and then we moved to the mainland in 91 and actually I pursued the rental business and again in 91 I was still in my 20s and I didn't have a job but was still finishing up college I went actually for my master's degree and uh, so I says how can I get in real estate with no money and I started reading up and experimenting with owner financing lease options so within about 18 months I bought 16 multifamily properties Multi-families. 
Yes. Anything from two units to 12 unit building without any money. Very, very impressive. So it sounds like you've done a lot of different strategies. What's kind of your main focus these days? What's your bread and butter strategy that you focus on? Well, and this is a great thing about real estate because depending on where you are in your life, you can adjust your strategies, you know, throughout. Nowadays, I'm more interested in wholesaling just because I don't want to be too involved with the process. And, you know, we are also coaching. I'm traveling a lot for personal reasons. So I don't want to be tied into a fix and flip situation. So avoid different stages in my life. Sometimes I've done a lot of buy and hold. Sometimes I've done more of fix and flips. So I adjusted my strategies throughout. Well, that makes sense. So for those people that aren't really familiar with what wholesaling is, what's a quick definition of that? Basically, wholesaling, you just control the contract on a property, and then you flip the contract. You either wholesale it or assign it to somebody else through a double close. You do assignment or double closing. So really, you take control of the property, and you never really own it for more than a few minutes sometimes, and you make money in doing that process. So it's a very good strategy for if you really don't want to be too involved, great for virtual investing, which is there is a talk right now how to you know invest all over the country. And then also if you are the type of person like me that travels and do a lot of things, it's something you can do on the side and still make very good money. Very good. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So Laura, it sounds like you did a lot of things right very, very early on, but Knowing what you know now, if you were to start over again, what, if anything, would you do differently? Uh, well, I started with uh, fix and flip and buy and hold, which honestly, as a new investor, especially if you don't have much cash reserve like I didn't, it was really risky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I remember borrowing a lot of credit cards sometimes and asking personal loans and that type of thing, which was very stressful. Where wholesaling is not the easiest strategy but it's the one where you can definitely start with no much money or credit on your own. So if I was new right now, and uh, I would start wholesaling. However, back in the 80s, wholesaling wasn't really a mainstream strategy, if we think about it. So I don't think I even knew, knew about it until the 90s. So, but that's what I would start. All right. Very, very well said. So I think you might have touched on this already, but... Now that you're, you know, you've got a lot of experience behind you, you've got decades of experience now, and you've been working with people, you've been training people, you run real estate clubs around the, the states. What are some of the big, biggest mistakes that you see real estate investors making these days? Um, well, one of the biggest mistakes is not really treating this as a business. You know, it's, there is a lot of uh, misconception out there you know, that you can go there and close a deal in two, three weeks to make this money. It's like, it's that easy, which is not. It takes a certain perseverance. It takes consistency. It takes really the focus, you know, any, in me and anybody else that I've seen succeeding in this business, it was not definitely a fly-by-night, oh, I'm going to try this, and I'm sure it works, and I'm going to be a millionaire. It's really about putting in the effort and building a consistent cash flow. Because you can close the deal this month, but then if you have nothing in the pipeline and you don't do this uh, systematically, you might go for another six months a year without closing a deal, and then you get discouraged because you don't build the momentum. 
especially in the beginning, to build up the momentum through consistency and focus and do something every day. Because I, uh, there was a time in the beginning of the 90s where I was actually working corporate. And a lot of people that are going to real estate come from corporate or that are looking to transition. And what happened was in 95, I decided to go into real estate full time. And, but I knew that I had to build up a pipeline of business. So every day for an hour to two hours, every evening, I would do something, no matter what it was. I would make the phone calls. I would look for properties. I would do something. And then a little more on a Saturday, maybe five, six hours on a Saturday. But every day, and I kept myself very focused. And within three months, I had a pipeline of deals that were closing. I had raised uh, money that I could do a fix and flip. I had a portfolio of rental properties. But it was about doing something every day. So consistency and focus. That is, those are some very, very wise words. I know in my own personal life, anytime I lose focus, that's when everything goes to pot, right? right. But once, you, once you get that focus, once you really dial in, it's amazing what can happen. So thank you very much for sharing that. That's very, very powerful. Now, getting a little bit off track here, Laura, but I, I'm fascinated by your story. Very, very impressed that, you know, you came the United States as a new immigrant and basically started from scratch and dialed this in very, very quickly. What, uh, what would you say would be like, you know, Robert Kiyosaki talks about your unfair advantage and some people talk about your superpower. What do you think would be your unfair advantage or your superpower when it comes to real estate investing? Well, like I always say, sometimes being, you know, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> being young as I was when I came over and not having any preconception of the fact to think, oh, I'm a woman from another country who speaks barely English. I just didn't think about that. There was no second thought and I just jumped into it. I said, why not? Why can't I do it? I was very fortunate, I would say, to be also around the right people. When I was in Hawaii and I started this journey, I joined a real estate company, which were real estate agents, but they're also developers and investors. And coincidentally, there were 75 agents and 74 were women. But well, the, the owner of the company, Vi Dolman was her name, she believed that women were better at real estate. So she really reinforced the idea. But what I like there is the type of community and support of our women. They were very powerful and uh, very knowledgeable in the business, but also very professionals. And that is what really shaped my vision about real estate, being an investor and also giving to people because they taught me, they taught me a lot about the business and now that's why I coach other people. I come from that background. But being young as I was, they took me under their wing and uh, really I followed them around. So my recommendations to anybody is find a community, find people that you can relate to and empower you and associate yourself with them. You know, be very particular who you're around, especially in real estate, especially at the beginning of your journey, because that can make your break you as a real estate investor. Yeah, very, very well said. So again, that's probably part of the reason why you started so many clubs around the country is to create that kind of a community, is that right? So wherever anybody is, and I, I always highly recommend this, go join your local real estate investment club. If there isn't one locally, start one or travel a little bit to get to the one that's closest to you, it just makes sense. Surround yourself by people who are actually actively doing it. Very, very well said. 
So Laura, there are lots of people out there that do real estate investment coaching and training and mentoring and all that kind of stuff. What do you think is the, the biggest problem that you help people to solve? Um, I would say there is a, uh, there is a gap between learning about real estate investing and implementing. You know, there is a lot, like you say, a lot of training and coaching. And honestly, I tell people, you know, there is so much information, podcasts, YouTube, bigger pockets, you name it, that you can learn about the business. So that's not the issue. The issue is when you go out there at the end of the day, when you go out there in the morning to really see what you can do, that's where the problem comes in. You say, where do I start? Am I doing this correctly? Who can I ask, you know, to look over and see if I'm doing the right things? And so I see that a lot of programs do a lot about the teaching, but then the implementation is not there. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where I think I come in a little different just because I have uh, an open door policy with my students. You know, we are here in Florida, but I have students coming in from the country. We have three day retreats where they can work with me. We're actually opening up an office, a bigger office where the students can come in and work with me side by side. And they can come in from all over the country. So they can take it two, three days and come here and work with us. So this is the type of community that we're building. And the other thing is helping with the implementation. Like we have experience in disposition, acquisitions, negotiations. So if they want, um, we can help them with that as well. Really be hands-on and basically sell their property or help them acquire the property. Do, you know, the calls and we have teams in place. So we are a lot more about implementing and forming a community that a lot of our coaching companies or gurus don't do, you know. And yeah, a lot of it's just like here's here's what to do, go figure it out, go do it yourself. Makes sense. Right. I mean, the education is important, but if you don't have the implementation, a lot of people freeze on their tracks. So Laura, do you have any free resources people can get to find out a little bit more about you to take that, you know, dip their toe in the water with you? Sure. Yeah, they can go to my uh, website, which is lauraalameri.com. That's L-A-U-R-A. A-L-A-M-E-R-Y.com. And right there on the homepage at the top, there is a, the ebook that they can download. There's a seven easy steps to close a deal in three weeks. And that goes into wholesaling, basically. But some of the strategies on how to locate properties and how to write the contracts and so forth can also work for buy and hold and fix and flip. But that uh, is a great resource. It's a great ebook. It's really a lot of information in, uh, you know, in a few pages. Excellent. Very good. And we'll put, include the link for that in the notes page with the, the podcast. So as we're wrapping up here today, Laura, I know these are short interviews, but we'd like to keep them, keep them tight. But from all of your years of experience, what do you think is the most valuable and actionable tip that you would give somebody who's watching this or listening to this podcast? Um, I, I like to use the slogan by Nike, just do it. You know, at the end of the day, there is a lot of paralysis of analysis. There is a lot of information and people feel like that they never know enough or they need a little bit more information, but nothing comes from experience as much as you going out there and do it. So at the end of the day, just go out in the field. Even if you just walk around the neighborhood and start talking to people and look for vacant houses and uh, just being out there and 
doing something. You know, it's uh, the other saying it says it's better in imperfect action than no action at all. Yeah. And that's what I say. Just do it. Just go out there. Don't worry too much. Don't try to see the end of the staircase. Just see the next step in front of you and just move forward and things will fall into place because action will produce results. Wise words. With that, we'll wrap things up. Laura, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. It's been a real pleasure, and I look forward to talking with you again in the future. Oh, thanks, Dave. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Well, thanks very much for checking out the Property Profits podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. Be very, very much appreciated. And if you're looking to create a regular flow of inbound investor inquiries about your real estate deals, then I invite you to attend one of my upcoming live online demonstrations. And you can check that out at InvestorAttractionDemo.com. Take care.